There's a specific reason why you have unfulfilled dreams. Why there's somewhere you want to be and you're not there yet. Do you want to know what it is? That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. This week's episode is a little bit of review. I want to bring together a couple of threads that have been dying to be brought together. What are the things you have to do, specific things you have to do, in order to be somewhere, let's say 30 days from now, that represents real progress against where you are today? Because let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, there's somewhere you want to be and you're not there yet. So let's figure out what those things are together. Now, but first, I want to remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. I've covered this before in previous episodes. The only thing that stops you from being everything you want to be, the only thing that lets other people have the life you want while you sit there being an admirer or a follower is the amount of hard work they put into it. For every rule you think society has about why others are successful and you're not, there's an exception. There's tons of actors who don't really act all that well. There's tons of models who are not exceptionally, universally beautiful. There's plenty of successful authors who don't write like Hemingway. Rich, poor, short, tall, whatever you think the ultimate handicap is, it's not. In my mind, there are a few reasons why people don't succeed, but the big one is simply the result of ridiculously hard work. People don't succeed because they're not willing to put in the work that it takes to be massively successful. They make excuses. They look for shortcuts. And in a way, you know what? I don't really blame them. I think that a lot of the time, when people are not willing to work hard for the thing that they are truly passionate about, the thing they say they want most, it's because they're not really passionate about it. Because everyone has something that they work really hard on. Everyone's got something that they can't stop thinking about or stop doing. People fill their days with 12 to 16 hours of something, don't they? Whatever that thing is that you spend your time on is the thing that you value most. So if that's sitting on the couch watching Netflix, that's what you're passionate about. That's what you value more than anything else, or why else would you do it? So that's where you sink your time, and that's what you're going to get ridiculously good at. Now, if on the other hand, you live to create things or to help people, to enlighten, to cure, to heal, inform, inspire, entertain, then you'll spend your time doing that. Doesn't that that make sense? So think about it. If your big goal in life is to sit on the couch and watch TV, there's nothing going to get you off that couch. Someone else wants to make plans? Decline. Could be working on getting your taxes done early tonight. Now, you know what? We'll start tomorrow. You could paint the living room or 
Learn how to fix small engines. Not if it means I don't get my couch time, right? Like there's nothing going to drag you away from it. What would happen if you applied that kind of discipline, that kind of thinking to your actual passion? So flip the script. Great new series on Netflix this week. Couldn't care less. No thanks. Need to alphabetize your bookshelf? That's a waste of time. If I do that, I'm stalling. Now look, I'm not saying that balance is not important, but if you spend more time balancing than you do actually working, you are making excuses. And we talked about excuses last week. I'm going to repeat it here. An excuse is something you use to forgive yourself for not doing the thing you know you should be doing. Now, I'll repeat this again. If the thing that you should be doing is not what you really want to do, like if this isn't your passion, great, then go find the thing that you actually want to work on. Go work on that. There's nothing wrong with changing course. But in your mind, if you have massive regret that you never tried, if you have a burning feeling that there's something else you should be doing, you're probably close to recognizing your true passion and purpose. Well, what if you don't know what your passion is? Well, here's an exercise. Try thinking of four to five times in the past year when you're the absolute happiest you've ever been. What were you doing? Is there a common thread between those things? So let's say it was every time you got together with some buddies and played your guitar. Well, okay, easy one. But what if it was a bunch of seemingly unrelated things? So the time you're with your family at the amusement park, or let's say the time you, you know, you knew there was a new mom in your friend group and she just needed a little boost and uh, you, you handmade some gifts and brought them over. You saw the smile on her face or the time you organized a dog walking meetup. So three completely unrelated things, seemingly uncommon, but if you look, they have a common thread. So in this case, it might be your supreme love for family, bringing people together, or the simple organic pleasure of spending time with another creature that loves you contributing to the community or the world at large, or contributing to the community, one family at a time. Well, now you're on to something. Now you just have to figure out how best to do that. So let's say you decide to make an Etsy shop and you know you make your quilts and it turns out you actually hate making quilts. All right. So it wasn't the quilting part that you love, but it was the family connection part, the, the idea of handmade gifts enriching somebody else's life. So take that and try something else. Perfectly simple, right? So why aren't you doing it? Well, that's where the excuses kick in. Look, sometimes excuses come from not necessarily you haven't found your passion yet, but sometimes excuses come from a place of genuine fear. I don't mean to belittle them. You may have been taught from a really early age that you're not good enough, that you don't belong, that you don't deserve. Or you may have been taught that responsibility and decency dictates that you find a career you can't stand so that you can support your family. You may have been taught to fear rejection by others. You may have been taught that failure is a sin or a shame. Well, whatever the case may be, these experiences can create very genuine fears about reaching and doing whatever it is you're called to do. And that's a terrible handicap, a true disadvantage in my opinion. I've seen what it can do to people. But I'm going to say this again. If you don't do something to move past it, somebody else will happily take your dream life for you. You are not owed a life of passion and fulfillment. You have to go out and seize it. I believe that everyone deserves a life that they truly want, they truly love. But that's very different from saying 
that it's simply going to come to you because it won't. But the reason why I want you to fight for it, the reason why I want you to ultimately have it is because that sense of true fulfillment and true purpose and true engagement is totally liberating. It's the single most important thing that allows you to do 10 times the amount of work that anyone else in your peer group does. But it won't come easy. And if you have one of these disadvantages, you're going to have to work extra hard to get past them. I know. We all have them in some smaller, big way. In that respect, you really are no different. What might be different is your unique challenge. But what makes everyone the same is that it's incumbent on us to conquer it. I don't think anyone will like my product. No one likes me. I'm too ugly. I'm not talented enough. I don't have enough money. My friends will reject me. It's too late. I started too late. I'm too old. I don't know enough about marketing or accounting or business or selling or internet or technology or insert your field of non-expertise here. All of those things are excuses. Now, what about shortcuts? Couldn't I just buy a get-rich-quick book, follow some template or formula, something that's out there for sale? Couldn't I just buy a million Instagram followers, read a book about instant fame on social media, choose the right hashtags, and send my mixtape to Katy Perry, hope I get discovered, or maybe hire a virtual assistant to do all this stuff for me for three bucks an hour? Well, maybe, but probably not. Most of those things don't work. Most of those things were created by people who know how to play on the insecurities that you and I have. And they work, by the way, far harder than you do to make sure that you see the marketing, eat the marketing, drink the Kool-Aid, and then buy the product. They know full well what won't work. And they also know full well that you won't even bother to ask for the 30-day money-back guarantee refund. You might not even finish listening to the audiobook or taking the online course. Okay, so there's no shortcuts. I can't make excuses. I got to follow my passion. So how do we do this? First, lock into that passion. Don't worry if your passion is version 1.0. You can make small or large adjustments to this and changes at any point. You can change careers entirely if you want. But find something that you think you want. And remember, find your passion by looking at the times you were really happy and most productive at the same time. Really think about it. And if you can't think backwards, look forwards. So starting today, make a promise that you will notice every time you feel super productive, super happy, super confident, and make a note of what happened. Did some friends come over? Like, take a note of the circumstances. A quick warning for you. If the thing that makes you most happy is accumulating money or applause or accolades or feeling victorious over or superior to others, then you're looking at the wrong thing. These things are byproducts of winning in the long game, for sure, but they're not goals. They're not reasons for existing, and you can't need them. When you found that one true thing, now you have to go make it. You have to put it into the marketplace. You got to find ways to get it seen by thousands of people just to have 100 people pay attention to it, only to have 10 people actually buy it or even like it. Remember, there's no shortcuts to this part. There is no other way. You simply have to get out there and start making. Now, if you feel that the problem is you make a lot of excuses, so if as you're listening to this right now, you're saying, yeah, 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 I want to get started. Great. I'm going to start tomorrow. 
you just made an excuse. There's absolutely no reason why you can't start right now. Are you driving in your car right now? Great. You can write down your big idea with your finger in all the dust you've accumulated on the dashboard. Or if you're at a stoplight, you can open up your phone, turn on the video or audio recorder, and just spit out your big idea. When you get home, the minute you set foot over the threshold, you can translate your idea into real action. Make a plan. All you need for a plan is a great big goal, somewhere you want to get to in about 30 days or 90 days. And then write down three things you can do today to move you just a little bit closer. Not steps you can take later, but steps you can take right now. Go start an Instagram business account. Go register your business name, whatever. Make your first painting. It doesn't matter. And then take action. Execute. And when those three items are checked off the list, plan your next actions. Set target dates for all those little actions. Put them in a to-do list. Put them in a reminder app. But please execute. And then repeat. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Get better. Put more stuff in your task list every single day. Make your goals more ambitious. Keep executing, but never take your foot off the gas. That's how you get there. When you hear excuses in your head, hear them, focus on them, pay attention. Hear yourself telling yourself that you don't have time, that you're too tired, that you need to save $500 first, that you need to go buy something first. There's a course you have to take. There's someone you need to ask. There's mentors you need to find. There's connections you need to make. Well, those things might be true, but none of them stop you from starting right now. Hear those excuses and realize this is your mind trying to keep you away from sticking your neck out. They're not rational fears. They're not based in logic. They're not based in reality. Your brain thinks you're in harm's way, but you're not. In fact, the opposite is true. These fears and rationalizations, these excuses, keep you from doing what you really want. So learn to hear them. Learn to recognize them and then call them out for what they are, and then learn to jump anyway. Because then you're free. Then you're truly making art. Folks, thank you for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week. <laughs>